Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Give us a call, folks, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We'll go to the text line. Larry's up. Larry, welcome to the show. Hey, Sheriff. How are you today? Doing well, Larry. How about yourself? Hey, I'm well. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm probably jumping in the game late. I just got in my car. And I was driving. Um, I, my comment, I was on the concealed carry, but I really wanted to get your take on it. Uh, more, but I'll say my piece, and that is just I can't believe that in a couple days period we're going to have concealed carry uh, in our town. And um, the opportunity, I think, you know, if people are afraid now, you know, and that's the reason why we're doing it, we better be afraid when everybody's packing without a permit Um, because nowadays – if you look cross-eyed at somebody or there's a beef on the street, they don't pull out their, their put their dukes up anymore and, and punch one another. They pull out a gun and shoot you. So I, I'm, I'm really afraid of what, of what this is going to do to our society. I'm, I'm really interested in getting your take as a professional and law enforcement officer because I know they've, the sheriffs have, have been against this over the years. Well, I'm concerned. I mean, I think you would agree, Larry. I don't see a lot of uh, emotional intelligence being exhibited out on the streets of our city or anywhere, for that matter. It's bigger than our city. The That's the ability to manage one own emotion and the emotion of others, right? Uh, human nature is you go to your strength uh, it, when you're in a, involved in a conflict, unless you're able to exercise emotional intelligence and if your strength is the nine millimeter that you have in your waist um, there are a lot of people out there that are not going to hesitate reaching into their pants grabbing their concealed weapon waving it around in a very uh, haphazard way whether or not they ever use it is is a different story but already the conflict is rising right with the presentation of a weapon um, it's not good. It's not and I, good. You know, the, and and I don't think the public... Life and death. Yeah, life and, and I don't... Death. Ain't no taking it back. So the other thing is, Larry, to consider, too, that I think a lot of folks aren't considering, is that when you're stopped by the police, things are going to change as a result of this law. Because the assumption is going to be, for the most part, that everybody has the ability to carry. Right now, it, you know, people that carry a gun in their car kind of consider an extension of their home. It's in the glove compartment. It's in the, you know, contain that area between the bucket seats. It's under the seat or something else. And it's not on their person. But when people start carrying guns on their person, 
it kind of rises, raises the, excuse me, the level of concern for police. I'm not sure the public's ready uh, to have to exit their vehicle all the time, put their hands on the side of their automobile and be patted down. But I suspect that that's the path that we're going. And I can't blame officers uh, because they want to go home to their family. They want to go home to their wife, their kids. They don't want to have to deal with this potential risk that's out there, and it's out there in too great of a fashion now. And I just think that we increase. Whether whether the person is law-abiding or not is really not the consideration here. The consideration is, is how does the officer view the potential threat of somebody having a weapon? They're not mind readers. They don't know who this person is, whether or not they're lawful, unlawful, record, no record, um, the ability to manage their emotion or the, the willingness to comply to verbal commands. And we see this recalcitrant, objectionable approach by folks that are being stopped on the street all the time. And then you add to that the ability to carry a concealed handgun legally without a permit or otherwise. And as Sheriff Lepinto said earlier, that most of the time people that go through the process of getting a permit, they'll, they offer it up right away. I have a concealed gun permit. I have a weapon on me. You're not going to see that a lot, I don't think. And when I talk to, you know, folks in law enforcement in other states that have passed this, their level of ang- angst and anxiety has gone up. I don't know your thoughts, Larry. I agree 100%. Um, it, it, it makes no sense. And, it, it, and in, in making this happen in such a quick fashion without debate and without, uh, you know, more more input scares scares me uh you know it's funny you you know we've over the last 20 or 30 years you know we've been fighting abortion and 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 trying to protect the life of the uh, the unborn um you know we we are taking life so casually uh the value of life so casually in these type of laws because because even if it's a mistake there's no turning back from a mistake. When somebody's dead, they're not coming back. I mean, we're talking about life and death. We're not talking about, to me, I almost assimilated to having no rules uh, driving in regards to, like, drunk driving. This is like saying, hey, you know, we're going to drop the drug, you know, good luck on the highway, you know. Well, it's I, interesting. Know. You know, you got to go through driver education. You got to go through driver education to drive a car. You got to have a special endorsement to drive a motorcycle. Um, you know, you got to go through a whole lot of training to do to do a whole lot of different things out there that are are as much or equally as dangerous as possessing and utilizing a weapon. Um, you know, when you have people that don't really train themselves in how to clear their weapon, if there's a jam or whatever. These are all things that happen where, you know, you put people at risk because they're pointing guns all over the place. Look, we have accidental discharges on 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 the firing line in our own police academy. There's there's hardly a police academy that goes that you don't have an instance that occurs like that where they're constantly reminding folks, hey, hey, point the weapon downrange. Hey, hey, that's not the appropriate way to clear your weapon. 
hey, hey, you're putting people at risk with what you're doing. And these are folks that train every year. Um, so I don't know, you know, how this is going to ultimately play out. I heard that there may be a move afoot that you can't, you can't drink till you're 21 in this state. Why would we want to arm an 18-year-old? And I, I've heard that there may be an amendment to the bill that you cannot uh, carry concealed till 21. What makes me nervous is when we start making all of these caveats, uh, con, you know, exceptions to the general rule, uh, because the general rule becomes then very, very clouded, and it means that there are a lot more concerns than people were willing to articulate and debate. And you're right. They suspended the rules in order to make these, allow these bills to go through this process in a much quicker fashion. Typically, you do this when you have a controversial bill and you don't want the other side to gain momentum on these bills. It's just not a good look. And it's just, in my view, not necessary. And I'm not talking for or against any of these bills I'm just saying, in general, it's not a good look. I favor debate. I favor hearing both sides. Um, And if you can't stand up and support your side, then there's something wrong uh, here, and there's something wrong with the process. Larry, thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Billy. Billy, you're up. Welcome to the show. Hey, Noel. Good afternoon. I want to ask you, what's the difference? If I have a gun on my hip with my shirt tucked in versus untucked, your argument is it's absolutely crazy. Law-abiding citizens are going to carry guns responsible. It, it has You're causing fear panic. I'm a cop panic. That's ridiculous. How many people open carry now? There's no, no difference if I have that open carry versus not. And you know just as well as I know the concealed carry permit class is a joke. Half the time you pay just to get your certificate. So there's no quality training in that. Uh, I don't see the difference in having a concealed carry versus open carry at all. Well, you, where do you fall on the training issue? You, you see no value in that? Well, I personally witnessed training some, but you, you probably have 90, 95% of its, its pencil whip that's, your certification. That's not my question. Do you value training? Do you think it's worthy? And, and I'm going to train myself. Would, would, would you would you hang on. out? Would you hang out with a bunch of people with weapons who have never been trained? A- absolutely not. Why? Well, you just mentioned I value my life and safety, right? But uh, thank you. I'm You're making my rather thank you. Unconceal, you know. Thank you, thank you. Well, You're making my case. Open carry. Well, how does that relate to someone being open carry versus this? This law says. Well, no one asked. No one asked me about open carry, Billy. If you ask me about open carry, look, I, I have probably ninety weapons, right? Some I've never even shot, that I just bought as an investment. So I, I'm a gun toter, all right. I, I'm not against okay. guns, but I'm not going to carry guns unless I train myself, unless I use it. When you know. When I, you know, when I was out there and I was carrying guns, I was I was shooting hundreds, if not thousands, of rounds of ammunition a year. Uh, because familiarity with the weapon is very, very important, and it's not. It's more important in the way that you handle that weapon when you're not using it 
in some cases than when you're using it. And we don't have enough time to go through that explanation, but I, but I can tell you that it's a problem. And when the moment I ask people the same question I just asked you, well, of course not. I wouldn't hang around with people that are just doing that and, and you know, going out to shoot with them. No, I wouldn't do it. I value my life. Exactly. But you never know where you're going to be. So let's, let's take grocery shopping, for example. Do you want to go into a store where there's potentially 20 people in that store carrying a concealed handgun? I don't. <laughs> I have an ex- expectation and anticipation that hopefully I'll be able to shop in a, in a grocery store and not have 20 people I don't know anything about. I don't know who they are. I don't know their, their mental capacity or otherwise carrying a weapon, carrying it concealed. If it's not concealed... I can see it. I can make a conscious decision. Do I want to stay in the perimeter of this individual at this point in time? If it's concealed, I don't get to make that choice. So I see a huge difference in open carry as opposed to concealed carry. Because if I see it, I'm, I'm telling you right now what I'm doing. I'm leaving. These people that are marching out on the streets where they're, they're out there carrying, you know, uh, semi-automatic rifles and this and that and pistols, and they're loaded up with two and three guns, you think I'm hanging around there? Absolutely not. And it may be that he may be the most law-abiding citizen in the world. But what about the guy that's standing next to him who may not be armed, who can simply disarm that individual and want to do something that's out of the ordinary? I ain't taking that risk. Why would I want? Why would I want to take that risk? And th- and that's the whole that's the whole point here. And uh, look, const- I, get, I get it. I understand what, what 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 folks are saying. I don't know that everybody understands the responsibility and the downstream implications of when you pull a gun and what it ultimately and if you discharge that weapon. Uh, what it ultimately means to that person's life. And what happens is, is when we have these stories that are being told, there's always going to be a governmental legislative reaction to it. And we get to a point of no return in what we're trying to do to remedy this, remedy that, innocent victim gets shot, what happens now, uh, everything is absolutely changing. It becomes incredibly fluid and that's why I don't like when we uh, dispense with the rules of moving these bills so fast through there. I mean, I think there's value in time, letting letting the opposition talk uh, about these things. You you have rural sheriffs and rural law enforcement that don't feel it as strongly as we do urban. They know everybody. I mean, we make more arrests in a day than they make in their jurisdictions in a year. So it's not as apparent and as overt in their community as it could potentially be in our community. And then when you move it from open carry to concealed, it now becomes covert. And there are a lot of dec- I like being empowered with making a decision. See a guy walking in a grocery store with a gun on his side, you know, whether it's a six shooter, semi automatic, or whatever, I'm leaving. I'm not staying. 
There's another grocery store three blocks down. I'll go there. I'm not staying there. Because I value my life. I want to go home to my wife. I want to see my my children, my grand my granddaughter, my mother. Um, I'm not staying. It's not worth it. And it's not. It's certainly not worth the bread and the ham and the cheese that I'm buying to make me a ham and cheese sandwich. I can get that somewhere else. That's just one one person's opinion, and I know people are very emotional about this issue. Uh, almost as much as we are about the legalization of marijuana. It's amazing to me that some issues that we get so emotional about that really don't impact the economic quality of our life day in and day out, and, and others we don't. But that that's America. That's the beauty of, of, our, of our constitutional republic. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of risk with this, and I don't understand why. I don't attest to the theory that this absolutely makes people safer. I, I, I don't attest to that theory. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.